0: Welcome to the Kids on the Move podcast, inspiring young students, parents and teachers to live an active, healthy lifestyle. Here's your host of the show, Nathan Reed. Hi everyone and welcome to episode two of the Kids on the Move podcast. Today we're very fortunate to be joined by my good friend Alan Raboli. Alan is a chiropractor from Melbourne who has also just started her own business called Back to Bump where she specializes in mums, bubs and also young children. I hope you take away something from today's episode as I sure learnt a lot. Enjoy. Alan, how are you going?
1: Good, thanks. How are you Nathan?
0: Great, thank you. Thanks for joining us today on our podcast. Oh, that's
1: alright, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: I know you had a busy weekend and... Uh, you've taken the time to drive up from Melbourne to Shepparton to be with us, so we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I have. Came up late last night and going to be enjoying the sun here in Shepparton. Yes. And the Melbourne weather at the moment.
0: Very good. That's so good, yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess we want you to start with telling us a bit about your background uh, growing up. Uh, what got you to become a chiropractor or the passion that's where did it, where did it start?
1: Yep. Um, so I grew up in another country town in Gippsland in Mafra. Um, I grew up there all my life, moved to Melbourne when I finished high school to study chiropractic um, as a kid I grew up doing a lot of sports, a lot of activities, spending a lot of time outside um, my family has a farm so heaps of time you know, like on the motorbike, yeah. climbing trees and things like that so I always had a really active lifestyle yeah. um, throughout school I did gymnastics for 10 years so I found that Going to the chiropractor was something that my parents used to take me to a lot and that always helped me with my flexibility and things like that. Um, It was just something that I found really, really worked for me and I thought being able to help other people was something that I wanted to do and so that's how I ended up studying chiro at uni. Um, I didn't really know much about the course or anything like that. I just had only been to one chiro my whole life and that was what I knew. So I just went into it, I guess with an open mind and yeah, I've been practicing in Melbourne for three years now.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And how long was that course? How long did that take to complete? Uh,
1: Five years. So I did um, a bachelor of health science and then a two year master's. So it was a long time. Um, I was ready to kind of get out and get my hands on people (laughs) by the end of it. Definitely. Um, But it was definitely well worth it.
0: it Yeah. And were you working during your uni course at any chiropractic clinics? Yeah,
1: I was. Yeah. I worked... um, at a chiropractic clinic for I think three or four years while I was at uni and yeah. I was just a receptionist there. So I got to see heaps of different people and um, learn a lot from my boss because a lot of it can learn a lot of theory at uni, but the yeah. practical side of things and the experience kind of comes from being out there yeah. in, the, in the workforce. So that was really good and a really good experience to do that as well. I think yeah. I learned a lot from that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So that was good. Um, I guess... My thoughts on when I think of a chiropractor, um, I think of elderly, elderly people uh, yep. for some reason. I think maybe because uh, my nanny used to go to a chiropractor all the time. Yep. Um, another thing that I think of when I think of a chiropractor is something um, that might really hurt hurt you when you get worked on. Yeah. Um, and I guess being involved in sporting clubs and football growing up, um, those who know me have I've had a fair few amount of injuries and um, a lot of football clubs, you know, say go to a physio, go to a myo, go yep. to an osteo, and yep. no one really says anything about a chiro. Yeah. Um, what I just want to know what your thoughts are on that. If you agree. Yeah. Um, if there's a sort of stigma around going to a chiro or and yep. what we can do to try and change that.
1: Yeah, I think everything that that you're saying is definitely that's very common. Um, a lot of people have a different opinion on everything. Yep. Um, and I guess every chiropractor is a little bit different as well. One of the The main things that I find is people think of chiropractor and they just think back pain, maybe neck pain as well, but mostly back pain. Um, I guess five years at university is a long time to study and we don't just study back pain. I mean, we treat everything, you know, from wrists, ankles, elbows, anything like that. Um, A lot of it as well is a lot of neurology and, um, you know, biology and things like that. So we can actually... I guess, like I said, treat any area of the body, but um, a lot of different things like nutrition and things like that as well. So I think in terms of maybe a footy club, yeah. uh, I guess the general thought would to be maybe to see a physio. Um, in my experience, maybe they do a little bit more rehabilitation, yeah, things yeah. like that. Um, I guess the way I would explain it is that Cairos mostly are very hands-on, yeah. so the way that i treat and everybody's different is that i like to do hands-on we do massage i do dry needling Um, we do some adjustments which i don't think they should hurt depending on the age of the person you can definitely modify them um when i get treated i mean everything kind of hurts like a massage but it should you shouldn't be in so much pain um and then when you get the hands-on treatment you get a little bit more short-term relief and then my goal for that person is for that pain to not come back. So that's where that rehab kind of stuff goes into it. Yeah. Um, I think physios probably do a little bit more, some doing clinical Pilates and things like yeah, that yeah. as well. So yeah. for for people like football players that are very, very conscious of their health, if you give them exercises, they're going to go and do it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think everything's really great and every person's different. Um, osteo, chiro, physio, it just depends on who you see. Yeah, yeah. Some chiros... Don't do much massage. Some do. Some yeah. physios don't touch their patients. They yeah, just give yeah. them the exercises. So I think in general, when you put it all together, it works the best. Mm. But you have got to find someone that you know can do that, yeah, and yeah. whatever works for you works for you. So
0: yeah.
1: everyone's different. That
0: was sound right because um, yeah, when I have been the chiropractor once, I think when I was younger, and yeah, it was a bad experience for me. Yeah, um, really hurt. It was an older guy. Yeah. Um, and never went back there. And I guess, like you said, if if you can build that rapport with um your clients, yeah, and you might you know you might not be the best at what you do at the moment or whoever it is, um, if you build that rapport and, and it like might fix them a little bit, they'll yeah. be coming back to you, and yeah. back to you, um, yeah. So like you said, no matter no matter what profession, whether it's my or physio or chiro, yeah, if yeah, what works for you, um, and if you like the person to go and see, yeah makes it a
1: lot better yeah I think one, one thing that we always say is that someone will say oh you know I had a really bad experience with a chiropractor, but some people might have a bad experience with a GP but it doesn't mean they never go back to a yeah, GP yeah, exactly. um but it's just unfortunate that some people you know like yourself they go oh you know it really hurts I'm never going to see a chiropractor again but yeah. it's all it's all really comes under the umbrella of manual therapy and it just everyone's different so whatever works for you yeah. I think when I went through uni there was a a massive massive um kind of focus on evidence-based things so they're always looking at does this work does this work what um, treatment works what rehab will work so that's how you know what's going to be best for your patient instead of maybe the old school like just cracking pyro is it some people might think of so yeah yeah i think it's been good to do the more research side of things as well so you know that you're doing the best thing for your patients yeah
0: definitely yeah yeah um so you've been out of uni for the three years, did you say?
1: Yeah, three years. Yeah.
0: And where have you been working in that time?
1: Uh, I've been working in Melbourne, um, in Templestowe, Doncaster area. Yeah. Um, which I've really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I've just recently started working in Northcote as well. Yep. Um,
0: Do you want to give so... that little plug to your? <laughs> uh, well, I'll
1: just open a, I guess, a new business. Um, it's called Back to Bum. So basically, it's more focused on. Um, the pediatric side of things, um, pregnancy, which I guess something I didn't touch on is something else that chiros can actually help with. A lot of people would say, you know, why would you see a chiropractor when you're pregnant? Um, and the same with kids, why would, why would a child need to see a chiropractor? So, um, I guess even a pregnant person has a spine or a body as well and lots of ligaments and things that need to be, you know, relaxed and working properly, um, throughout pregnancy and for birth and things like that. Um, So that's what I'm really interested in. I've I've seen a chiropractor since I was a child and my mum always said as a baby, I would, you know, sleep better and I would have a little bit of a better attitude after I'd (laughs) seen the chiropractor. I was a bit more relaxed. So, yeah, yeah, and it's very, very gentle in kids and and pregnancy as well. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So you're really um, enjoying working with that different, I guess, different niche for chiropractic because, again, you don't really hear of, yeah, chiropractors working with mums and babies and yeah um yeah it's pretty cool
1: yeah so yeah it's good and um people you know if they do think that chiropractic can hurt there's definitely a lot of gentle techniques which is what we use with kids and there's a lot of different things that we can assess in kids in terms of their nervous system with all the neurology that we've done um so it's not just if you have an injury kind of thing because a lot of kids won't yeah although i'm seeing um, more and more kids younger and younger presenting with things like neck pain and headaches, yeah, yeah. which, you know, I never really thought was a thing when Too I was growing up. much time, maybe. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> I think the iPad and being inside and, you know, you're not getting that play time as yeah. much And some people. I think that's actually really having Building an impact. Yeah, yeah, but de- de- definitely the iPad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I guess our podcast, um, or, and our program Kids on the Moves aimed at younger kids, particularly um, primary school age kids. Yeah. Um, also parents and teachers that we want to um, inform as well. Yeah. Um, what are some things that may present in a child at primary school yeah. that um, a Cairo can sort of work with and try and fix and help?
1: Yeah. Um, so one thing that I see a lot, and it may be kind of a new term, I don't know, Nathan, you didn't know, what it was, and I guess a lot of people wouldn't have because it's not kind of common knowledge. Um, but I see a lot of things called retained um, primitive reflexes. So these are things that when you have a baby, they're present in a baby and normally they disappear by about six months. Other reflexes disappear, disappear by 10 to 12 months. Yeah. So just an example I think that most people would be able to relate to um, when you have a little baby and you put put your finger in their hand and they grab onto your hand and yeah, yeah. everybody thinks it's adorable. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually an involuntary movement that they have. So they have a lot of different um, reflexes that we test on them and in a baby when they're working well, that's a good thing. And then what happens is as they start to grow and um, get a lot older, these reflexes will disappear um, because postural kind of muscles will take over and then all of their movements are more voluntary. So they know that they want to go and, you know, pick this up, things like that. So – what happens um, when there's kids are a lot older, they might present with things like um, restlessness, not being able to sit still. Their parents might say like, that they're always really hunched over. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really, really bad coordination or balance, can't catch a ball, um, can't hold their pen properly, things mm-hmm. like that. And that kind of happens when those reflexes don't disappear then they stay on you know, throughout the child's life mm. until those areas of the brain, I don't want to go into it too much, yeah. but the areas in the brain that switch them off until you develop that part of the brain, okay. um, they're going to be there and they're going to cause problems. So sometimes people will say, you know, my kid can't sit still or my kid's really hyperactive or they just don't concentrate and yeah. they just think that it's either like a discipline or, you know, mm. or the kid's just naughty, something like that. Yeah. Um, there can actually be underlying things that are causing them to be, really uncoordinated in sport and things yeah. like that, which they actually, they can't help it. So they're the kind of things it's that crazy. we would look at yeah. and we would test for. Um, and yeah, do you have any other questions about that? How <laughs> would,
0: yeah, if someone came to you with, I guess, one of those symptoms, yeah. how would you test that and what would you do with that test from there?
1: Um, so things like, um, so there's one, there's one reflex that you would test in a baby. It's um, a reflex that they have. Um, for when they're birthing, so they can kind of wriggle their way out. Um, yeah. When you stroke down, you know, from the top to the bottom of their spine, involuntarily their body will kind of move to that side. Yeah. So kids that are sitting in, you know, in chairs at school, if they the chairs pressing into their back and they still have this reflex, they're you know they're wriggling all the no, time. No. Or kids that you can't you can't touch them because they're really really irritable. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just do the same thing. Like you can you can do the same thing down their back or you get them on their hands and wherever they're comfortable and you just basically test it the same way as you would in a child. Um, Another reflex that we test, um, it's like the startle reflex. So when they're a baby, you sit them up and you kind of get them to drop back and you catch them and their arms, you know, like they flap out like this because they think that they're falling. Um, And kids that can be really, really anxious, um, things like that, they won't like, you know, like things where they feel like they're going to fall they don't like heights. If you lie them down, um, and you know, and you kind of pull them backwards, they'll kind of feel like that they don't yeah. know where they are. They're going to fall. Yeah, or yeah. you can get them on an exercise ball and get them to arch back over the ball, yeah. and the same thing will happen with their arms. Whereas, if your child is developing, you know, really, really well, they'll know that if they go back, the ball's going to catch them, and they don't need to have that reflex when yeah. they're startled. So. Cool. Yeah, things so like do that. do you
0: work with them on that in your clinic or do you refer them to someone else from those tests to...
1: um no we work with them so yeah. i guess um another thing with Cairo is if you're not necessarily in pain like i haven't really ever had any injuries or things like that yeah. um when i guess the adjustments that we do it's all working with the nervous system and basically just um getting the brain to connect with your body a little bit better yeah. so it kind of knows where it is yeah. you know in space so We'll do um, some techniques maybe with one side of their body in their limbs, things like that, even deep pressure massage, so that um, it's sending messages to the brain to to send messages to this side of the body because maybe one side's a bit more uncoordinated than the other. Um, And then you can give them exercises to do at home. So a lot of them will respond just from the stimulation um, of the massage and the, the exercises and the adjustments that we do. Um, it's a little bit difficult to explain. Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know man. if you've seen a Cairo you know what the adjustments are, but, yeah. um, yeah, so they really influence the nervous system. So that's just helping everything to work a little bit better. And then, yeah. like I said, you just can give exercises at home, which are really simple. So yeah. yeah and just movement, things like that are the main thing. So yeah. it's mostly in kids that you'll find they either didn't crawl when they're younger or they didn't like to roll, play on their tummy, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, there's a reason why they're important, and if you don't do it, then it's mm. it's setting you up for later in life. So that's why mm. in a lot of kids, if they've just been on iPads since, yeah, <laughs> since yeah, they totally were babies, really, yeah, and they don't yeah. get that movement where they're kind of just left to roll around, yeah. Um, then, yeah, so it just movement's really important.
0: It's actually like really interesting bit because being a teacher, um, obviously I had two years in a primary school and
1: yeah.
0: um, with eight, seven- and eight-year-olds, and yeah, a lot of kids... Um, that I've noticed these days are that, that yeah. type and I guess, yeah, you don't really think of chiropractors yeah. helping that issue. Yeah. Um, like it could be a simple little fix. Yeah. Um, and working with, yeah, working through different movements and stuff like that. Yeah. And that kid could be a whole different child. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the same as I'm in secondary school now and um, the same sort of stuff is you can see it flowing through there as well. And, yeah. Um, I guess you never know if you're, yeah, if you didn't know about it which I didn't I'm sure I didn't know and other people probably don't know about it either yeah. that you can actually deal with that sort of thing
1: yeah so I think um a lot of it is I've done a lot of kind of postgraduate study in pediatric type stuff so yep. maybe not everyone would do this but I mean if you've seen a chiro or an osteo I'm sure if you asked they'd yeah. be able to look into it yeah. um but yeah the main thing is it's really quite simple to fix, it's just all movement which is easy, you know. Yeah. They go and play and they learn it all themselves and, yeah, that, yeah. and things like that. So that's why sport and everything like that is really
0: good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Better than <laughs> better than
1: sitting inside watching yeah, movies. Definitely. Which, that's, yeah.
0: that's what we're trying to promote. Yeah. Um on that we are um yeah trying to promote that healthy lifestyle with for the kids and also for parents as well, um, to be role models for their kids. Yeah. Um what do you do to keep healthy?
1: Um I at the moment I just go to the gym yeah. in the morning. Oh, actually I really enjoy walking. Yeah. Running's not something that I like, but yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. weights, um, high like high intensity training. So yeah. I go to the gym most mornings um, at six AM, which isn't yeah. fun. Yeah. But get when you done. work when you work late, um yeah. yeah, that's right, you've got to get it done and I actually enjoy it now, doing it in the morning, getting it yeah, over yeah. done with and yeah. um yeah, I've always liked sports and netball and things like that. Yeah. I don't really find I have the time. In Melbourne it's hard as well. It's so different in the country. Yeah, there's yeah. always the netball club with the footy club. Yeah, but I haven't found that in Melbourne, yeah. yeah so um, just to keep active artists yeah, artist walk or I'll go yeah. to the gym as well. Yeah. So that's about so it. Do you do anything
0: but... for um, your mental state, so any meditation or yeah, I yoga do. or anything yeah. like
1: that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all really important. I've got a um, if you know the smiling mind app. It's yeah. probably my favourite. I know there's so many now. Yeah, yeah. Um but I like listening to that before bed yeah. after, you know, if you've had a stressful day or something and you just feel like you're lying in bed and you can't yeah, sleep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just put that on and um, I find it's really relaxing and, yeah, it's yeah really good. So yeah. I love all the, the – as much as I love the high-intensity exercise, yeah. I love the yoga and the stretching. This and is the, important as well. The, yeah, exactly, yeah. and the meditation because a lot of people are very stressed. So – and the Smiling Mind Up has got um, – category for kids as well so
0: yeah i've actually used that in classroom and yeah yeah, they they seem to react really well yeah
1: they say that you know it boosts the product um like the productivity of kids a lot so
0: so any parents out there yeah get the uh (laughs) mind up yeah
1: it's a great one yeah
0: um uh lastly i've got a question around um if you have any mentors or anyone that you might be someone you work with or someone online that you've met through maybe instagram or someone that you keep in touch with to um, you know, maybe, uh, throw ideas around or yep. just ask for advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anyone at all?
1: Um, I think social media is a really good tool. Yep. Um, there's a lot of people that I've met through social media, not so much chiropractors, um, but I've actually found it's a really good way to network. So, um, I've have people that send me clients that, Their, you know, their doula's or the lactation consultants. Um, Like I've got friends off there now that are they study Chinese medicine, acupuncture, um, things like that. Also, like follow, like I like following other physios and things like that Mm. because I'm always learning about the. They post photos and videos of rehab, and it's a really really good tool. Um, I guess in the time that I've been working, I've learned a lot just from other chiros that I work with in the clinic. Um, and now with my business, I'm in the only Cairo there, but there's a naturopath and things like that. So I, yeah. myself like to work with a network of people. Yeah. I, you know, no one can do it all themselves. So
0: you gain information from every like, little, yeah. different areas. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you
1: kind of know when something's not in your scope yeah. and then you can refer them somewhere else and
0: then um, they refer someone back to you. Yeah, they exactly. Help each other out. Yeah.
1: So if you yeah. know what someone does and what someone does well. Then you just send them there, there's no point yeah. you trying to do it all. Um, yeah. But mentors, I don't know, still looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows <laughs> any good ones, then feel free to suggest them to yeah. me. But yeah. Awesome.
0: All right, I think that's about it. Um, Alan, yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. No worries, um, it's been fun. Yeah, it's great. Great information that I'm sure whoever's listening um, will get something from. And yeah. if they want to follow up more, go to Back to Bump um, on Instagram. Yeah. You can follow Alan there. Um, and keep up to date with what she's doing all right awesome. thank you.
1: thanks see you everyone haya. see ya